0: Let's get into the word this morning Glory be to God So most of the miracles that Jesus did Was the opening up of blinded eyes He was trying to give a message to the body To say you need to see We also discovered that prayer is fundamental Because pray the Lord of the harvest After you've seen So we can show you which way to go So When God gave us a word this week to speak about that God is giving us fresh eyes, what is God really speaking about? What is God really saying to his body? So I want you to go with me to Psalm 127. We're going to lay some foundation. I want to show you some things before we pray and lay hands on you to understand what you need for your season. Unless, read with me please. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who we'll build it. Stop there. Is God going to come down and build your house? You're not sure? Is Gabriel going to come and build your house? You're not sure. Unless the Lord builds the house, speaks about God being the one who holds the drawings or he's the architect of your life and of your destiny. So it's not that he does the physical building. He doesn't need bricks and cement and and the like. All that is found in the earth. This is heaven on earth conference. God's in heaven. And God holds the blueprint for your life, for your destiny, for this campus, for my family, for my home. What it means is when it says unless the Lord builds the house, they're going to labor in vain who build it. It means that unless you go and fetch the drawings. From the master architect. All of your labor in the earth will be in vain. That's what it means. It means that you can be misaligned with heaven your whole life. And come to the end of your life frustrated with nothing. Or maybe even with some pension. But an emptiness. Because you've never aligned your life with the will of God. So when you come into the kingdom of God, the first thing is thy kingdom come. What's the next request? The will of God to be done. That means I begin to align myself where God is working. Are you with me this morning? I am speaking to somebody this morning that needs to understand how the anointing works. Because God doesn't bless nothing. And he does not bless misaligned people. The most people that are living outside of the will of God are frustrated. And so when you come into the kingdom of God, can I please have that picture up around the heaven and earth uh, image I asked for this morning? I want to just put some things down so that you can understand where we go into and how important it is. So your normal heaven and earth conference, this picture that we have over here is what it looks like. But have a look at this, the second one. I purposely ask them to separate heaven on earth. Because when I'm on earth, I begin to pray for the will of God to be done, his kingdom to come, and he is the master architect. He's got the blueprints of my life. So if this is where God is positioned, and I am positioned over here, I don't ask God to bless me here. I get into alignment under heaven and heaven on earth then makes sense. Is somebody getting this morning? For most people, they live misaligned with the will of God their whole lives. And they're wondering why there's no anointing, why there's no power, why there's no provisions. You see, even for a man of God and even for a pastor who holds vision for the church. God would wait 16 years for me to align my life, the vision. Maybe even sometimes the sons and daughters are out of position. The message is out of position. Until everything aligns and then you have heaven on earth, God begins to move. That's the reason why your conference was paid in full before the first speaker came. I, I'm, I'm going to need a better response this morning. You see, the reason why you give that little patty cake clap is because you've never been under pressure to meet the budget. I've been. And all my staff and my family. Because after the, if, if the offerings never met what we needed to pay, we just don't get salaries, right? Right? Not you. Today you're going to clap and appreciate what God did before your conference. You have to appreciate it. Because you think that, that the flights we booked for Apostle Jerome was for free. Oh no, it's kingdom life and you know the Lord bless you. Not happening. So stop asking for free stuff. All right. All right stop making the kingdom cheap because the kingdom's not cheap and you don't want to go and you, you want to make sure that pastor jerome we went to, to two other hotels to book him in i'm speaking as your father and we could not put him in those places they were good before they were not good now we had to drive out of our way to another place and pay double the price at the palazzo to make sure that the man of god is good now you're really going to clap your hands. Stop making the kingdom cheap. Many people want God to go and give them A great stuff while they dish out Z great stuff. Stop letting God, you don't want hand-me-downs, but you want to give God of your seconds. And you know, I got the fridge that is smoking, Holy Ghost smoke and praying in tongues. I want to bless the church with it. It's not a blessing. May the Lord multiply those broken fridges to you. No, no, no. It's just, God said no more hand-me-downs. Come on, somebody. God said no more hand-me-downs. No more. Not here, not for you, not for the kingdom people. Come on. Your, your, your second-hand hand stuff is not good for us. We don't want it we don't know you're gonna clap until you believe that we're not handing me down stuff anymore not for your home you don't want it you want the very best house you want the very best car you want the very best clothing why must you give second grade into the house why must you get the bargain price for your uh, uh, business ticket why must you not pay for the conference why mustn't you sow your best seed i am gonna preach to you this morning because you want the anointing you want the best from god you want a great accommodation, you want to sow the best because when you travel thank you, you may be seated so God's not cheap man your father in heaven's not cheap you want to align your life with heaven on earth let's read Zechariah chapter 4 and verse one. Okay, before we go there, let's go to go with me to Genesis, Holy Ghost, chapter six. Huh? I think just tapped all those in. Genesis chapter six or eleven, verse one. Let's read that. Now the whole earth had one language and one speech. I want it in the King James Version, please. And it came to pass, the whole earth was of one language, one speech, it came to pass as they journeyed from the east. They found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. And they said to one another, go to, let us make brick, and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone, And slime they had for mortar. And they said, Go to, let us build us a city and a tower whose top may reach unto heaven. And let us make us a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. So the men on earth have got a vision, they got a plan. Their imagination's at work. And they're working something in the earth. And so, earth is busy. And heaven comes to see. Heaven's looking down. And the Lord came down to see. May the Lord come down to see what you are building that's agreeable with heaven. And the tower which the children of men builded. Now, ooh, this word is so rich. And the Lord said, behold, the people is one, so they don't have a problem with unity. they got great vision. they got a plan of what they're going to be doing in the earth. And they have all one language. So, being in unity, in a family, even speaking the same language in a city, doesn't... It wasn't really God's problem, but the fact that you're just in agreement that this is the contract you were given and you agree with the company, you're going to work for them. And you speak the same language and you're going to teach there or you're going to work there does not necessarily mean it's the will of God. And they all have one language and this they begin to do and now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. Everything in this earth is built twice. First in your mind and in the natural. You're only seeing what you're seeing on the campus. When I walk around with the sons and the, the different people that are busy, we dig up certain things and I said, that's not the picture. I want you, you know, they put something down. And I said, that's not the picture. This is where it must be done. Because I've dreamt about it this way for seven years. And God had to confirm where every piece is because everything is built twice. Before they could lay a physical brick, God stopped the building program. Because your imagination, if you don't fix your thoughts and align it with heaven, you can build something outside of the will of God your whole life. You want to know why God's not blessing certain people? Not because they're not gifted. Not because they don't have a degree. But it's because they're misaligned with God. And you want to call it God. And you want to build something and say, well, God now come and bless it. Because God in every season has got a way that you need to be progressing and having peace and prosperity. And it means that you have to always be aligned with heaven. Are you with me this morning? So God comes down and just because they had imagined it, they haven't even laid it on a brick, God goes and scatters them by changing their language. Your imagination is that powerful. I wanted to just throw it in there because um, the image on the inside of you will always lead you to a place where it will manifest itself. So God knew. Once it was set in their minds, he knew. I made them this way and if I don't stop them and bring confusion, they're going to build it. So you can... Know that if you're in a season of frustration, aligned with the wrong people, and you're asking God to bless it, doesn't God know the hearts of men? Doesn't God know exactly what you need to be doing in this season of your life? It is so much fun when you come with God and and you say, well, God still says, well, I still want heaven and earth done. And then, you know, call up this apostle and, and speak to this one. And they all said, yes, yes, yes. All of them. And then God, at the end of it, okay, God, we're ready to go. God says, keep on confessing this word. You're always on the offensive from today. This is the beginning of the week. I wake up conference morning, and there's all the money paid, completely paid for the the conference. You see what I'm saying? Now, what am I trying to say to you? I say every time I begin to align myself with the kingdom of God, God's blessing is on that place. I don't go and build something and say, well, this is the week. I don't want really heaven on earth. We're going to run a chakalaka conference. And we're just going to have a nice party, come together. Now you're asking why God's not in it and why God's not blessing it. I am misaligned. Are you with me? I please, as your father needs you to understand this. Because some of you are even making plans to study next year. you never even asked God, should I be studying this? Because when you come into the kingdom of God... There is a very specific field that God wants to put you into so you can go in a harvest. So let's have a look at this building project. It's found um, in Zechariah chapter 4 and verse 1. We're going to camp here just a little bit. Now the angel who talked with me came back and wakened me as a man who is wakened out of his sleep. You need to just turn the screen so that I can actually see it. Either turn it up or make it straight, or thank you, I will appreciate it. Okay, cool. No, it's not working, but okay, fine. <laughs> he said to me, What do you see? Uh, don't stress, please just leave it. So I said, I am looking, and there is a lampstand of solid gold with a bowl on top of it, and on the stand, seven lamps with seven pipes. To the seven lamps. I've been up a long time already this morning. My eyes feel. Holy Ghost, you help us. Two olive trees are by it. One at the right of the bowl and the other on its left. So I answered and spoke to the angel who talked with me saying, What are these, my Lord? So is seeing is, is seeing something. He's getting a vision. And what he's spe- seeing is really is the menorah. Now, just put up the picture of the menorah. We'll come back to this now. If you got that for me. Yeah, everybody understand what the menorah is? That's the, the lampstand. So you're looking at that. That's the seven spirits of God. Spirit of wisdom, understanding, knowledge, the fear of the Lord, counsel, might, the spirit of the Lord, and that's, those are the seven spirits. He says, I'm seeing this, but there's something else that's going with it. I am seeing, go back to the scriptures. Thank you. That's just to help everybody understand. Then the angel talked with me and answered and said, Do you not know what these are? I said, No, my Lord. He answered and said to me, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Now watch. This is Zachariah. He's your, your prophet. He is having a heaven on earth encounter. He's looking into heaven and heaven's giving him a vision of what God is doing and he's trying to make sense of what's happening in heaven so it has to be explained to him what's going on so he said to him this is the word of the Lord not to you Zechariah, but to Zerubbabel Zerubbabel is busy with a project in the earth he's building the temple he says this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel not by might nor by power but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Moreover, so he's watching. He's your prophet. The word of the Lord came to me saying, the hands, so that tells me Zerubbabel is busy with something. He's busy with a project in the earth. He is not misaligned with God. The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundations of this temple. He's busy with the temple. His hands shall also finish it. Why do you find unfinished projects? Because you are misaligned with heaven. When you get into a kingdom project, you don't leave the earth until your project is finished. Then you will know that the Lord of hosts has sent me to you. So all of the angels and all of heaven is backing God's projects. The best thing you can do is sow into kingdom projects. It's the best thing you can do. When you find somebody involved with kingdom projects, you sow into it, you serve in there, and you make it work for the kingdom of God because that's where God's working. God's not working right now in Clearwater Mall. He's working in his church this morning. Come on. For who has despised the day of small things? That means you can start in a small place. For these seven, the seven spirits of God, the anointing, Isaiah 11 speaks about that. It's the only thing, it's called the anointing. It's the only thing that can break the yoke. Some of you have been unable to finish projects. Unable, you start something, you can't finish it. You're busy with the wrong people. You get busy with some project. The project falls to pieces, but you've given four years of your life to this thing and you find you're involved with the wrong people. And then you start up another project and then, you know, it falls to pieces after five years. You've lost nine years of your life and you've made no progress. What's the problem? You're misaligned with heaven. Because when you're aligned with heaven, Part of it comes the seven spirits of God that will give you wisdom, that will give you counsel, that will give you knowledge, that will give you insight, that will give you understanding, that will give you whatever you need for your project. It's called the anointing. I'm going to preach to somebody this morning. Because you're going to begin to understand uh, that I'm only standing here and I'm preaching because, and this conference has come to an end this weekend because the anointing has made the difference. Some sons going to hear me this morning that you're going to begin to align yourself with kingdom projects and the purposes of heaven. Because when you get aligned, uh, all of heaven comes to attention. All of heaven pays attention. All the angels have got to come because God doesn't make a failure. God will. Will never make you a failure you're gonna go from strength to strength you're gonna go from glory to glory what the project you're starting now after this conference whatever you're busy with now is gonna align with the kingdom of heaven and you're gonna see progress i'm announcing it in the heavens i don't care how small a thing you are busy with do not despise the day of small beginnings For these seven rejoice to see the plumb line in the hand of Zerubbabel. Not the plumb line in the hand of God. What is a plumb line? Please put that picture up for me. Put that image up. Let's just show this. Here is a plumb line. Every builder understands that. A plumb line is, this is where we start building. Because this. Is how this building is going to look. But the seven spirits are rejoicing. Because Zerubbabel. In his hand. Is a plumb line. That's aligned with heaven. The projects you're involved in that's not aligned with heaven. All of heaven's waiting. Until you say okay. So God's moving on to generators now plumb line oh all of heaven comes to attention because there's one man that discovered heaven on earth this is my assignment and i'm aligned with my assignment so stop praying don't just stop praying and stop looking you must align the whole idea about prayer is that i can move where god's moving That I can do what God is asking me to do. Why do I pray every morning? Because I'm aligning every day. I had a message for you yesterday. God says, ship the message for the people. I want you to be aligned. Now, I can't go and preach something else. Because somebody needs a word this morning. And if I have to be preached for one woman this morning, so that she can come into her assignment, I'm going to be the one praying for that woman. I am telling you. It's called a plumb line. You must ask yourself, am I aligned with God in the season? Because God's not working there, he's working here. That's why you don't decide by your flesh, should I go to church this morning? Okay, online, I'm not... The, uh, you, you don't let your flesh decide because your flesh will tell you no. My flesh told me this morning no. Let's go back to my scripture. For who has despised the day of small things? For these seven rejoiced to see the plumb line in the hand, not of the hand of God. They all waited for Zerubbabel. He's busy with the project and he's now begin to, as he's laying foundations, all of heaven's been waiting. Where's he going to go? What's he going to do? Oh, is he going to pick up the kingdom project? Oh, wow. He's laying the foundations. Everybody. He's like, oh, oh, he's accurate with God. And everybody begins to rejoice. Now clap your hands. With the angels. Now you understand why people get angelic assistance and others don't. Because when Jesus was in his fight in the Garden of Gethsemane, the Bible speaks about angels that came to minister to him. Angels are released only for kingdom assignments. For who has aspires that they have of small things? For these seven rejoice to see the plumb line in the hand. Look at your neighbor. If you, uh, can you call out your name, please? Say the Lord is rejoicing because the plumb line is in Thibs' hand. Yeah, because when I get the plumb line right and my life begins to align with heaven on earth, all of heaven rejoices. They are the eyes of the Lord. That's the title of my sermon this morning. Because the eyes of the Lord is looking for somebody who is aligned with a kingdom assignment. The eyes of the Lord are looking, can I trust them? Can, Can they do what I've asked them to do? Can they serve where I told them to serve? God's eyes are always looking. So when I prophesied and the Lord says, I'm giving you fresh eyes, God wants your eyes to see what he sees. Because God's looking. And you know, we used to always, the only time we heard God's looking is when you were in sin. That's the only thing I heard at home when you did something wrong. Then my mother would say, the Lord's looking. But God, according to the scripture, is looking for people that are busy with kingdom assignments. He's looking for people that are aligned with their assignment. The eyes, this plumb line, this is the eyes of the Lord, which scan to and fro throughout the whole earth. What? God's looking everywhere for anyone who's aligned with the kingdom. God's eyes are going everywhere looking to find out what are you doing? Is it built on a Babylonian system where God is to bring confusion and get you to build a little something and looks like something and then nothing bring confusion? Because there's no king worldly system that lasts forever. Because God, even as they think they're going to come this high and they're thinking they're going to they're gonna take over and even in any industry, Even soccer. You think that Manchester United will be just become to the top. The Lord says, no, no, no. You're going to stay right here and you will draw 1-1. You know what I mean? Because that's the way it works in the world system. Now you can clap or you don't clap. It's also okay for me. I'm just letting you know, any worldly system will never reach its peak. Any company you're working for will never reach its peak. Until you put it on kingdom soil until you begin to align your life with the kingdom of god you're never going to come into your destiny until you begin to align with kingdom projects and say father now let your will be done my flesh doesn't like it but i'm going to align myself with the kingdom of god i am prophesying that over somebody today that you are going to align your life in the season with the kingdom of god and kingdom projects so that you can come into your destiny clap your hands better than that Then he answered and said to him, What are these two olive trees? So he sees this oil, and then he starts to see two olive trees next to it, because the oil, the, the lamp needs oil. <laughs> then I answered and said to him, What are these two olive trees at the right of the lampstand and on its left? And I further answered and said to him, What are these two olive branches? So, I don't just have trees. I've got these branches that are coming. Watch what it says. What are these two olive branches that drip into the receptacles of the two golden pipes from which the golden oil drains? So, here's the picture. Here is the menorah. It needs oil. But it's got pipes running. Connected. These pipes is connected directly into the tree. Ever seen something like that? It needs to burn the spirits of wisdom, understanding, counsel, might knowledge, the fear of the Lord, prophetic insight. It gives you an illumination for where you're going because you are busy with the project. So because you're busy with the project, these two trees, which are olive trees, when you have to go and take and how do you make oil? You take the olive trees, gotta go through, you gotta grow the tree. Then once you've grown the tree, after so many years, the process comes. You're gonna take out some the olives, then go and crush the olives, pull out the oil, go through this process, and then take a while until you can actually have proper oil and use that oil and then put it into the receptacle so the lamp can burn. What he's saying is, you've now stepped into a season where I'm taking out the process. I'm going to preach to the team over here. I'm telling you, you've got to hear what the Lord is saying. You are not going to wait 20 years for your blessing anymore. God says, I am plugging you right into the anointing. Because where you're going to, you don't have another five years. You don't have another 10 years. God says, I'm about to accelerate the process. I need this church to shout a good amen. You are going to, God's breaking down. The devil is a liar. You're not living in time, you're living above time. Come on, you're going to make a demand on this season. And this anointing Because God By tomorrow morning Because of my assignment I need a fresh anointing Because the business starts In the morning Do better than that And clap your hands He's giving you revelation That when you Get your life aligned With the will of God, the eyes of the Lord looks on kingdom projects and says, give them more oil. Make it work. Take the sweat from their brow. Every kingdom project. You're not going to walk into a harvest field and sweat in that harvest field. Others have labored. You are entering into their labors. Then he said to me. And said. Then he answered me and said. Do you not know what these are? And I said no my Lord. He said these are the two anointed ones. Who stand beside the Lord of the whole earth. The owner of the earth. Lord means owner. He's standing and he's watching. This is his earth. He's in heaven. But is looking to empower every kingdom project. Every person that's in alignment with this assignment is looking to empower them. That's what it says. These are the two anointed ones who stand beside the the Lord of the whole earth. Next verse. I'm done. It's Zechariah verse 14. Now watch this one. The eyes of the Lord. I'm hoping you're going to hear me this morning. Second Chronicles 16, verse 7 to 9. So Hananiah, a seer, came to Asa, the king of Judah. His king, God has set him up. And he is busy with the project because if you go back, I got some time. Can we go to the beginning? I want to just show you something. Pick up verse 1 for me, please. If you can pick up verse 1, it'll be great. Yes, no? Glory. In the 36th year of the reign of Asa, Basha the king of Israel came up against Judah and built Ramah and he, that he might let none go out or come in to Asa king of Judah. So he's besieged. Next verse. Then Asa brought silver and gold from the treasuries of the house of the Lord. He takes God's things. God's blessed him. They're coming and attacking him with COVID. And leaves him on lockdown. He's on level seven. And Asa brought silver and gold from the treasures of the the house of the Lord and of the king's house. And sent to Benadad, king of Assyria, who dwelt in Damascus, saying, Let there be a treaty between you and me. So he doesn't go to God anymore. God set him up. He goes to someone else to help him. As there was between my father and your father, see I've sent you silver and gold. Come break your treaty with Bashar, the king of Israel, so that he will withdraw from me. And so, so Bernadette heeded King Asa and sent the captains of his armies against the cities of Israel. They attacked those guys and all the storage of Naphtali, the storage cities of Naphtali. Now it happened when Basha heard it that he stopped building Ramah and ceased his work. So he stops attacking the house and Asa the king because this king takes what's in the temple and gives it to someone else to say, now help me defend against this enemy. Then, the, then King Asa took all Judah. And they carried away the stones and timber of Ramah, which Basha had used for building. And with them, he built Geba and Mitzvah. So he takes what these guys left, their building project. He takes all their building because someone else had helped him. He now goes and he builds his own thing. Watch this. And at that time, Hananiah the seer came to Asa, king of Judah, and said to him, because you have relied on the king of syria and have not relied on the lord your god therefore the army of the king of syria has escaped from your hand that means god wanted to destroy these people but you went to someone else to tell them to help you and then now they've escaped listen to me dads moms the enemy you don't fight now in your generation your children have to face Poverty, anything that you want to build. If you misaligned with the building, they must live in that, right? You must align your life with the kingdom of God so your children can continue the work. It gives them peace and prosperity and breakthrough. Were the Ethiopians and the the, the Lubim not a huge army with very many chariots and horsemen, yet because you relied on the Lord, He delivered them into your hand now the scripture we always like to quote the scripture but we misquote it have a look at what it says now read with me for the eyes of the lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of who of those whose heart is loyal to him those that have said i'm i'm not going to depend upon you i'm rather going to align myself with the kingdom of god come on somebody this is heaven on earth conference i'm not going to run to somebody else for help i'm going to depend upon the lord this morning because i have attended the heaven on earth conference uh, i know they say there's help over there i know they say that's a great doctor over there i know they think that they can help me and somebody's saying there's a good job for you over there but i've come to heaven on earth and i've come to discover that there is an anointing. That if I come in alignment with God, I don't have to beg anybody. I can plug into the anointing. God's going to take the process out of my fight. Come on. God's going to bring me into my new season. I am not going to rely upon someone else. Come on, lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. He will direct your path. Watch this man that depended upon God and shifted out of kingdom, built his own thing to try and do something to protect himself. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. Please read the scripture complete with me. In this, you have done... Foolishly. Therefore, from now on, you shall have wars. Now you know why people are in wars unnecessarily. Now you because the husband went to connect himself to someone else and thought they're gonna get help there instead of relying upon God. Now you find out that there's a the enemy will fight your blessing. When you come into the kingdom of God, it was supposed to be sweatless. You hear me, son? You're so gifted. Your number one thing in the kingdom is to align yourself. Submit yourself. Because when I get that right, you're going to dance, man. Quentin, does your project start in the morning? Does it? Quentin is in It's been, I'll wait for that testimony. I heard Pastor Rome says, don't put the man into a different kind of fight by speaking prematurely. Because some people will not agree and be happy for him. Just by faith, clap your hands and appreciate God. God is doing. I've asked for Acts chapter 22. I think it was. And we're gonna have communion. I want you to see something. I fought God my whole life, man. I went against the kingdom my whole life. God's eyes every time when He says, "This is the reason why I created you. You're an apostle. You're supposed to be doing a church. You're supposed to be raising up a people. You're supposed to be building campuses." That's what I'm sitting. I wish I could get off here because I I, I was somewhere else. I'm sitting at Hollard and I'm making money. And I'm earning big money and I'm happy and don't don't touch my salary and don't even speak to me tithing. And don't bother me. And every time God came to the campus at 17 Alec and he says, my eyes are running to and fro. I'm looking to show myself strong on your behalf. But you not here. You there. And you there. But you're not doing what I've asked you to do. How can you expect angelic assistance? The fact that you're sick and you're now you know, crying out to God like Jonah in the, in the fish's whale, in the, in, the, in the belly of the whale, and, and having to cry out to God is because you're misaligned. The most unhappy people are those that are saved and outside of the will of God. It's the most miserable place to be. Because I'm saved and the Holy Spirit inside of me is always looking to direct me. Let me tell you how good it was when I wasn't saved and I never had the Holy Ghost. I parted, man. With no condemnation. At was There's no Holy Spirit inside of you to convict you and say you're outside of the will of God. I mean, you got beat up quite badly. And had a good babalas on a Sunday morning. And lost all your money at the horses. Your life was miserable, but at least there was nothing that was saying like, this is, you know. When you get saved. And then you go outside of the will of God. It's a miserable place to be. Because you know better. You know you should be in the will of God. You know that your, your life should be get, getting better. You can't give me the same problems four or five years down the line. And still say, esch pastor. I'm just going to say to you, eme Bru Com tu. Now it happened as I journeyed, Paul's telling his story, his name was Saul. I journeyed and came near Damascus at about noon. Suddenly, he's telling his testimony, a great light from heaven shone around me. And I fell to the ground and I heard a voice saying to me, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? This man's so educated. So believing that he's in the will of God. That the church was the wrong thing and he was the man for the job he started. He was the one that overs- oversaw um, Stephen's death. He consented to it, the Bible says. And he's overlooking this church has started and he believes it's not God. And he's persecuting everybody It's a part of that thing in the church. So while he's still on his assignment to go and persecute the church, this is what happens to him. So I answered, who are you, Lord? (laughs) I mean, you don't have a relationship with God, but I mean, that encounter, you know that there's something greater going on. And he said to me, I am Jesus of Nazareth, whom you are persecuting. And those who were with me indeed saw the light and were afraid, but they did not hear the voice of him who spoke to me. So I said, what shall I do, Lord? I must align with your kingdom. What must I do, God? That should be your prayer. You can't meet your budget again. The company's closing down. They're threatening your life. It's not working out. Why are you not saying, what shall I do, Lord? How do I align my life with the kingdom of God? And he said to me, arise and go into Damascus, and there you will be told all things which are appointed for you to do. You can't have a God encounter and not have a word afterwards and saying, this is what you must do from now on. You can't go back to your old lifestyle. You can't go back to your old jobs. When God begins to move on you, you can't take your old gift and say, may go and tie and make it again in the insurance company. When, God is, when you had a God encounter, what's God doing? He's aligning you with the kingdom. You can't have a whole week of heaven on earth encounter and your life not begin to change. And since I could not see the glory, see for the glory of that light being led by the hand of those who were with me, I came into Damascus. God makes him blind until he gets into the center of God's will. And since I could not see for the glory of that light. Next verse, I come to Damascus. Verse 22 or verse 12. A certain Ananias, a devout man, according to the law, having a good testament with all the Jews who dwelt there. God then empowers that moment, came to me and stood and said to me, Brother Saul, receive your sight. And at that same hour, I looked up at him. In the center of my assignment. Out of the world, into the kingdom. His eyes were wide open. He was gifted. But he was outside of the will of God. And God's eyes were running to and fro. Because he should have been in Damascus. And preaching the kingdom. And when that happens. If you understand his life. He came through all kinds of hell. But the angels were there. Ministering, helping and empowering a kingdom project. I want to know what you're involved in this morning. I want to know. I know you're praying and I know. You've been trusting God and you want a a nice new car and you need some transport and maybe a new cell phone or some airtime. Why are you acting like an orphan? You are son of God. And when a son comes into alignment, the Bible says the whole earth rejoices. Because you're in your assignment. And I remember once as just a baby Christian, Tommy, is it Tenny? It wasn't. Was it Tommy Tenny? No. The man with the, the dream center. Tommy Barnett. Old man, they're running this dream center. And I'm sitting, I'm saved. I'm sitting and I'm writing software for the insurance company. And I get this vision of a dream center. And I can see myself sitting by my computer looking out by the window. And I went to go and study what this man is doing, what he had built to help people. And God gives me a vision of this dream center I'll be building one day. I just got saved. said, what do you mean? This man comes to a conference at Ramah. And in this place, the message was about the faith the size of a mustard seed, if you can start. And he does an altar call. And I'm on my face before the Lord because I don't know Christianity. I don't even know kingdom. I just know that I want to serve God in some way. And we're all on the floor. They're throwing mustard seed all over the altar. And I'm crying out to God. Do something with my life. Do something with my life. I don't know all the scriptures about harvest fields. and I'm just praying to get into what God has got for me. And I'm crying out to God. I say, use me. Just use me. The church is so big. So many people. You can't, you could not come anywhere near the altar. I was just on the far side. I was just with everybody else. Crying out to God. Do something with my life. For your glory. Tommy Barnett is preaching. Pastor Ray is sitting. He's watching over everything that's happening. He gets up from his seat. I'm way over there in that corner. He walks over everybody else. Until he comes to the corner that I'm in. Holy Spirit leads him. It's called the anointing. He puts his hands on me. And he begins to pray for me. I looked up. It's Pastor Ray. What are you doing here? I'm a little kid. What are you doing? He gets up. I looked at him. Doesn't say a word. He leaves. He goes more than halfway. He turns around again. He walks past everybody else. He comes back to me. He lays his hands on me again. It wasn't just my prayer. God was preparing to move move me into a harvest field. But I needed to be activated with the anointing. My desire to do what God wanted me to do. I needed more than just somebody to have a good sermon. I needed the anointing. And I want to say that to you this morning. Because God, I don't have a family member who started a church. Nobody knows about church protocol. I'm just this crazy young man wanting to do something for God. I got no history. I got nobody backing me. I got no business people. I got no clever ideas. I just need something from God. And God puts his anointing upon me. And as he lays his hands on me, the day I got up from there, I was never the same again. Because with that anointing, every single time I felt like I can't make it and finish the project or finish my assignment, God came again and god would make sure that i come into my destiny so i could actually end up in a place called a campus that's helping many people and the pastors are coming from everywhere and we can feed people and now we've got a water plant come on and now we're growing vegetables and now we're raising pastors and now we've got business people and now we can help marriages what happened once upon a time this young little boy come on i just cried out and said god Do something with my life. Do something with my life. When are you going to cry out to God and say, do it God. When are you going to reach out to the Lord and say, I need you. That God eventually can say, put the plumb line in Zerubbabel's hand. Because he's going to stand right there where I tell him to stand. And all of heaven will rejoice because we're seeing a plumb line in your land, in your hand. Son, from that day, people have come and gone. Top. Tithers told me to go to hell. People left me. People told me, I'll show you I'm leaving now and I'll see what you can do without me. People said it to me. But because I stood with the plumb line. Because I was aligned with heaven. I've seen people that reject me come back. I've seen people God sent from different places to bless and to take care of my work. Anytime you hold the plumb line in your hand, you got to hear me. The eyes of the Lord run to and fro, looking to show himself strong on behalf of those whose hearts are loyal toward him. I need to preach to somebody that believes that when they reach out and they come after God, there's an anointing in this house to get somebody to come into the field and to begin a build for the kingdom of God. I'm telling you, there is an anointing in this house for somebody to come in alignment with God. Please cry out to God. I need the worship team up here. We need to pray this morning like never before because there's a young man in this place that doesn't know who he is. There's a young girl that's crying out to God and saying, Father, I need to align myself with the kingdom of God. Oh, this is going to be not by power, son. This will not be by might, but by my spirit says the Lord. I need something to begin to pray right now because somebody under the sound of my voice is going to get a breakthrough. Where is Jesse? Where is jesse there's an anointing upon jesse this morning where are you where are you i need uh, the anointing i need somebody to help this morning hear me you are in the center of god's will you will not ever step out of it everything about your life the lord's saying he says hold on to the plumb line there are many people's lives at stake hear me receive this anointing this morning hold on to that plumb line the devil wants you to move the devil wants you to move today I seal you off in your assignment you will not fear anymore you will not be concerned anymore I now bind your mind to the mind of Christ to the truth of his word you will walk in victory The battles are there, but only so that you can become victorious and overcome. I bless you today. Give God praise. When I'm standing in the center of God's will, you can't stop me. That's what he told Joshua. No man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. You cannot curse a man that's in the center of God's will. You can't touch his family. You can't mess with him. You remember what happened to Abraham? Abraham goes and is with a a, a certain king. And they ask, so who's this pretty woman that's with you? Sarah looked a little bit like Pastor Z. Abraham is afraid. He says, it's my sister. He has intentions to bring her in and keep as his own. The Lord wakes him up that night. He says, if you touch this woman, you are a dead man. He's in the center of my world. But I didn't lie. I didn't know. He says, I don't care. I won't even deal with Abraham. I'll deal with you. Because anytime you touch somebody, a family that's in the center of God's will, you will die. You can't mess with it. It's a dangerous thing to be touching somebody who's in the center of God's world. Because they're holding a plumb line. All the provisions are in that place. All that you need is in that place. You need to cry out to God this morning. And God will visit you. There is an anointing in the heavenlies. That's going to touch a young man a young girl in this place so that you can come into your destiny and fulfill it. God's not playing around. You heard the word from even Pastor Brian this morning. God's commissioning his sons and daughters. Of course you have to study. Of course you have to go through what you have to go through. But God says, I'll be there with you. With angels, with provision, and everything that you need. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro. I need us just to worship a little bit because someone's going to get a touch from heaven. Come on, worship with me this morning.
1: Come.
0: Holy Ghost, come, pray, pray in the Holy Ghost, pray for your children this morning, pray for your life, come pray, 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 now's the time, now's the time to pray, like never before, come on, align your life this morning, there's too much in you, come on, There's there's too much in you, come on, pray, desire, Worship him. Worship him. Let me pray for you. Sian, you and your wife come. 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 You know your assignment has shifted. You know your new season is in. What's going to happen now? You're finally grabbing a hold of the plumb line. of resources on you. the kind of stuff you guys are going to ship with the kingdom on levels we've not seen before man. the kind of stuff you're going to lead in organizations the real you the world will see the lord says the real you not the one that the used you not the one that the world took for granted the authentic you is coming out in the season but the stuff the two of you are gonna ship with the kingdom of god it's going to astound you. It's going to astound you. Because you have the capacity, the two of you, your skilled capacity and the ability of leadership in your training are on such a high level. Such a high level. There is no way that God would keep you down under such a low level. From today, hear the Spirit of the Lord. I am putting a plumb line in your hand and you will never move away from it again all that you're experiencing around you at the moment is mop up stuff the real you will manifest in this next season and the world will see the glory of god and the two of you there's a tremendous glory because of the spirit of unity lift your hands and receive it now father in the name of jesus receive it bring Leaning.
2: community
1: communities the Shh, Lord. Lord. Jesus. You, Jesus. you anointed you anointed
0: your family, I want your family, where they? Okay, you're standing right here for the family. New outfits, say. Eh? The Lord says it's new clothing. The Lord says it's new for your family. But hear me today. The things you were tempted in the last season and the toil that you experienced, God's taken the sweat out of it. Where you're going now, listen to my words and remember this well. You have entered and bought a ticket called no return. The poverty, the debt, you will owe no man anything but to love them from today. The kind of stuff you're going to do. The the enemy and what he stole on Friday was his last performance. He's going to remember that anytime he touches you, he will pay back sevenfold. Your children, your family, your home. Everything you lost is coming back. It's coming back sevenfold. The Lord said, not one house. Take all three. Grace is going to make it happen. This is your season. There's a fresh clothing upon you. There's a fresh outfit. I had the vision. God woke me up. Father, in the name of Jesus. Just receive it. That's all you do, you see. You don't fight for it. It's called grace. Now, grace, grace to the project that stands in front of you. Receive it receive it just receive it you can have the grace for management for admin for managing the projects it's on you seal i plead the blood of jesus of your son from today you are protected your life is off limits to of the enemy thicken the hedge of protection around this family in jesus name Sowing into the wrong field. Give up your time. God wants to do something. Your frustration is that you're outside of the field, where you should be in the field as much as you can. Your mind, your gift, sowing to the kingdom. Don't let them take so much time. They are holding you because of your ability in that system. because you've got them as a back. The Lord says, King so. Yours is For your family Yours is the name
1: Above all May Death, Death could not hold you, you. Hold you. The veil Tall before you The silence Of sin and, and shame Receive it Receive it there's an anointing
0: now. Lift your hands. Get
1: drunk. Get drunk. What a beautiful name there you,
0: go. There you go. What a beautiful name Sebastian, where are you? With <laughs> your wife. Now. I'm calling for a fresh anointing. Come. What a beautiful name I am is. calling for an anointing that will accelerate the dream. Listen to me. Your days of the, the road you're traveling on has is, is, is been too long. Come stand right here. The journey's been too long, says the Lord. Now, no more traveling down side roads. The path of the righteous from today becomes brighter and brighter. The Lord says, this new season, God's removing stones on the road you've been traveling on. He's putting you on a highway, a highway of holiness, where you can experience what Zachariah saw. A tapping in of the anointing, that by tomorrow morning you will tell me a different story. Your story is about a shift. The Lord says, don't chase after things in, the, in your own flesh. The anointing, don't put it aside and grab yours. The Lord says, use the anointing. From today, use this anointing. It's going to shift you onto a highway with bright lights all the way. You'll know exactly where you're going with strategy and wisdom. But the days of adding little and looking back and the enemy coming to torment you, I call you Gideon. No more. No more. No more no more no more, the stones have been removed here's your highway you'll come back with destiny the Lord says in two months your story's about to change two months the story's about to change completely you'll come back with a different story the people you've been hanging with any delay I uproot you today receive it. Father, help yourself. Help him to step right. His family is home. Show him what he's not seen before. I pray like what you did for Saul into his assignment. I pray for you. Oh, there's so much inside of you, son. May your flesh die. May your spirit come alive. The flesh profits nothing. The word that I give you from today, it's spirit and it's life. Your eyes are going to open up to a new reality. Watch what God does. Ah it is a different business but it will not be outside of who you are it's here father I pray as she prays the lord says let go of the frustration daughter allow the holy ghost to minister to you every morning your steps are ordered by the lord ooh you can calculate eh?" You want to calculate the steps. You want to calculate which way, what to do. The Lord says you'll have to calculate, right? Faith is risk. Get that anointing for New eyes. Give them fresh eyes, Father. Give your servants fresh eyes. Fresh eyes. Fresh eyes. New eyes. You thought it in vain you thought it over the lord says i'm only starting the lord says i've got you the lord says i've got you father whoo that's a word you will become famous and distinguished they're coming from everywhere the things that I'm about to do in your life. No eyes No ears heard. No entering into the heart of man. The things that God has prepared for your daughter. The Lord says, this one is not by power, nor by might, but by my spirit. Shh. You are covered, precious one. You are covered. You're walking with the Father's love. And you are authorized to succeed from today you are blessed (laughs) the blessing will make right everything that has gone wrong what dr winston prayed for me i pray for you now and i release it upon you you will walk like an awesome daughter wherever you go knowing who you are whose you are and what belongs to you in jesus name new assignment name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I bless you from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, I pray for her out of the ashes, a fresh anointing, a fresh zeal. The Lord says, I gave you the threshing floor book. It's for you. Not to teach. I'm doing it. You're on the threshing floor. Everything as chaff is being blown away. You're coming forth as gold. You're coming out with a new song. You were made to worship. Your eyes are being opened to the new reality of who you really are. Receive it.
1: Woo. Woo.
0: All over you, woman. Receive it. Receive that anointing. In the name of Jesus, healing is your portion. Receive it. Receive it. You will live and not die. The blessing of the Lord is upon you. The blessing of the Lord is upon you. too much in you God too much the attack is because of what you are carrying and you don't know what you've got you don't know the kind of gem that you are in the kingdom of God and the enemy has thrown dirt your next season the Lord says I'm bringing you forth as gold you will walk away from what is not of God because you are coming into your destiny assignment is here your desire God says I'm gonna meet you right there I'll meet you on the floor I'll meet you in your prayer closet I will meet you as you pray the Lord says I will meet you right there Receive it in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus great potential now alignment for her new assignment Father, I pray for peace. Be led with peace, daughter. So much inside of me. Father, I pray that her flesh will be made still and that her spirit will come alive. Receive that for the new. My precious family. Your new season. Father, The level you've been operating on son is needed for the anointing because the bible says how god anointed jesus with the holy ghost and with power went about doing good there's a level of anointing where you have to work it for your destiny once you've worked the level you've done with the anointing then comes the next level of glory where god begins to do what you could not do you're coming into that space you're stepping into a new space for you, for your family, including provisions. You'll begin to see it. New avenues, new ways, new strategies. The Lord says, sing that song. It's making ways. Ways for me. <laughs> ways for this family, Father. New ways. Ooh, it looks like the door is closed, eh? It looks like the door is closed. It looks like there's wall all around you. The Lord says, I am making a way where there seems to be no way. Receive it. Just receive this. That's the blessing of the Lord. Receive it. Receive it. Glory be to God. I pray for you. I pray your ears be I pray for fresh eyes for you. You begin to see things in the spirit. You begin to experience God on a whole nother level. What God's done for me is going to do for you. You desire that, it's coming. The Lord says, meet you in the prayer closet. As you pray, we'll meet you there. Just close your eyes, receive new eyes. The next time you open up your eyes, prophetically in the spirit, you'll receive a fresh touch from God. Come on, lift your hands in expectation. I break every generational curse. The old is gone. The new has come. Even in the morning you wake up strong. With the devil under your feet. Activate you. Oh, Carmen, that I have to pray for. Oh, Father, break the fear from Carmen. That devil's hounded you, man. From today. From today, I seal the sword. You will never fear anyone again. Go, you false spirit! False spirit! Your husband's precious. He's a good man. Do you know that? I like him. Is it? We we all like him. I'm asking God to do something special for you. Sergio. I'm asking for long life. But I'm asking that God will take all the years that the locust is eaten from. Wrong relationships, wrong places. Wanting to do what's right. Ending up in the wrong place. From today, it all changes. You come into your assignment. You're going to enjoy it. off. I'm asking I'm doing it prophetically because the people that you've been hanging around with where you're going to be okay with the fall away because God says I'm giving you fresh breath the higher you go the thinner the air and where you're going anybody has been hanging and hovering around you that is not of God can't stay God's taking you higher the air you're going to breathe It's going to be different. Something about your lungs. God says, I'm fixing it. It's got to do with your air. God is saying that it's a new season. The people that have held you back. I see you shaking them off. I see you climbing. But you can handle the air up there. They come. the stuff you're going to do you're going to finish life's very strong families health finances gaps closed but it's fresh air a fresh blessing upon you today I say what Dr. Winston said to me the blessing of the Lord today is upon you it will make right everything that went wrong Fix everything physically, mentally, relationally, financially, family, whatever. Your past is past. Fresh air. Receive it, man of God. I bless you from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. Fresh air. <laughs> Fresh air. Climb with your husband. He needs your encouragement. I know God's got assignments for you. But the Lord says, hold his hand. Pray for him. Encourage him. Strengthen him. You need to climb with him. Here we go. From today. <laughs> From today. Fresh anointing. Fresh anointing. Daphne, Daphne, Daphne. Father, bless Daphne. From the crown of her head to the soles of her feet. <sighs> You're afraid of no one, my daughter. And nothing. Nothing will make you afraid. It's your new season. Can we have communion together? I'll continue to pray for people. Glory. Let's have communion together as a family. You must be born again. Otherwise you cannot see the kingdom of God. But if you got your communion, let's do it together. As a family. Let's go up. Let's go up. heaven on earth is so good take that mic I need somebody to help me I need somebody to help me I need somebody to help me me. the spirit of grief and sorrow breaks today breaks from your life sorrow not yes in the name of jesus receive it it's broken today broken 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 stay there some of you must be okay with the threshing floor god's got you there for a reason it's to burn away the chaff blow away what's not of him so what is useful can remain stay right there first corinthians 11 my family for i received from the lord that which i also delivered to you that the lord jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed he took bread you have communion and when he had given thanks Can you give thanks to the Lord for what he did in this last season? He broke it and he said, take it. This is my body, everybody online. This is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Receive. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often, verse 26, for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. you in a new season. Let the blood of Jesus Christ and his forgiveness. Do a work in you and let the past be put in the past so you can move forward in the season. Receive his forgiveness.
2: Father, we just thank you for this anointing. We thank you for this covenant. Father, that every son and daughter is sealed now under the blood of Jesus Christ. They are anointed and empowered now and commissioned to go into the field that you have ordained and purposed for them. I thank you, Father, that you have found sons and daughters, that you will show yourself strong on their behalf. I thank you that from this day forth, my God, they will sense your favor. They will sense your power and the anointing Father God to get the wealth and to go and to harvest the field that you have called them to in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare that sons and daughters of God are rising in the earth. Come on, you give God a praise and a shout right now. You have been commissioned. You have been anointed. You will succeed and you will come forth that god has ordained and empowered for you to do in this season in this hour in jesus mighty name amen and amen
0: amen and amen god bless you let's be seated for a minute and receive an offering i know it's after 11 but somebody got healed somebody got delivered somebody got set free and it's all worth it amen thank you for your giving i don't know what else to say to you you guys have been amazing sewing every single day the card machines are there everybody online If you've not sown into the ministry yet, this is your moment, this is your time. But I want to say at the same time, God bless you from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. We're going to go rejoicing, giving and rejoicing. But we love you, we appreciate you. God bless you from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. You are in a new season, a season that is, you're going to flow with the anointing. Somebody shout, not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. You're in a season of acceleration the toil is gone god's taken the the, the stress out of your blessing he's taken the fight out of your blessing he's taken the toil out of your blessing you will toil no more because the hand of god is upon you and everybody at kingdom life embassy and everybody online said amen and amen